Last night, I saw a girl sitting in her window, so I called up to get her attention. Yo! And after a few minutes of talking and disturbing the neighbors, she agreed to come downstairs. Whoa. <laughs> her name was Tate. I film everything. You don't mind? No. I could tell she was an artist. Mm -hmm. I used to be a dancer. Are you not a dancer anymore? No, I haven't danced in like three years. I asked her if she quit because of... An injury. Yeah, part of the reason. Other okay. reasons as well. <laughs> Why are you so mysterious <laughs> about it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm a mysterious person. All this mystery was telling my instincts that there was probably a good story in here. Ooh. And that if it's what I think it is, uh -huh. I may even have a solution. Yeah. But I let it go for now and told her she should listen to my podcast. Check it out. And if she liked it, let's meet up tomorrow. Today we are reading from the book of Transformation. Congregation? Guess what? She loved it. Yay! I clicked on the first one. It was the one where you're talking about the Gwyneth Paltrow movie. Oh, yeah. And then I also scrolled down and I clicked on another one. Ah, yes. The introvert extrovert episode. My whole life, I've kind of struggled with identifying as an introvert. And I've always like wanted to be an extrovert, but it was really like not who I was. So this episode, like I was really drawn to it. How I, an introvert, became an extrovert. <laughs> I remember the exact day when everything changed. I remember the moment and every detail of what happened. Yes, I remember the day that I became an extrovert. That was such a good beginning. Like, I was so captivated. I was like, tell me about the day. <laughs> I need to know. And then she played another section she loved. Three words that meant that I was fully willing to step into the unknown. Throw me in. I love that. I love throw me in. <laughs> I feel like for me, I just need to always be super prepared. Oh, I can do that when I've done this and this and this, but some things you like just need to do or else you'll never do them. <laughs> I really like throw me in because you just have to be like thrown in to something. Is that so? So later that night, I called her out on it. You feeling confident? No. <laughs> no? I'm feeling nervous. Nervous about what? Nervous about what you're going to get me to say. All she needed was a mystery school style pep talk. And she was ready. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Throw me in. See that girl across the street? Do a little photo shoot with her. Okay. Yeah. As she walked towards her dare, not gonna lie, I was nervous for her. Because I knew that if she got rejected, she may never attempt to do this again. I feel oftentimes with girls and women when I see them on the street I feel like for some reason they're gonna be mean or something which is really weird oh she seems like scary and like she doesn't want to talk to me they were so nice let's see the pictures I got her to do like a few different poses I saw that you were really being like a photographer <laughs> I loved it and then her friend they're so cute Sometimes I like think to myself like in my head if I'm walking down the street and I see like someone wearing a nice top. I'm like, oh, that's a nice top. But like I never tell them. But why not just tell them? Right? Because <laughs> like that'll probably like make their day too. And like it's just like that social interaction that's like gratifying. 
and we just vibed for like two minutes. Yeah, you, and you vibed. Like, I watched that shit. Yeah. You were vibing. Once you're like in, it's fine. It's just like taking the step to talk to a stranger. A stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. So let's rewind to eight hours earlier when I still didn't know her secret. What was her dark history with ballet? Why did she give up on her dream? I couldn't just blurt out the question though. So I started with baby steps. I looked around her bedroom, like Kaiser Sose and the usual suspects, you know, looking for clues for things that we could talk about. Things like her movie wall. I've seen all of them, except for breakfast at Tiffany's. And I asked about her tattoo. I got it for my cat that passed away this summer. And then, sneaky sneaky, I asked to see her ballet shoes. I thought that this might make for the perfect segue, you know? These are my point shoes. These are like really new. I got them at the beginning of my last year before I like stopped dancing. So I didn't really use them very much. Then she showed me what used to be part of her morning ritual in dance school, putting her hair in a ballet bun. I don't even know if I remember how to do this. I stayed quiet as she relived this moment. You put these like balloons in it? I didn't want to ruin the vibe. You want it to be like super flat. I forget like when I'm supposed to put the hairnet on. I would like spend so much time on my bun every morning. Like if it wasn't perfect, I'd have a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. I feel like I'm off. Ballet class. <laughs> Here we go. And then I finally got the courage to ask the question that I've been dying to ask. Why did you f hate it so much? I really <laughs> like, you gotta explain that to yeah. me. Yeah. I want to understand this. Yeah, it's just something that I feel like is kind of hard to talk about. I just like really didn't like myself. I didn't think that I was good enough. I didn't think I looked good when I danced. I didn't think I looked good when I wasn't dancing. It really made me like hate myself. I started this intensive program when I was 13 and that's like when you usually start like puberty. So like a healthy girl would be going through puberty at that stage, but the ballet world really liked thin prepubescent bodies. So like the entire time I was just like fighting against being healthy. I wasn't diagnosed with anything, but I was very, very thin and I would starve myself. I have no idea how I got through these crazy days and like only ate like three slices of apples. <laughs> like it was, it was really bad. I'm just grateful that I realized that it wasn't something sustainable for me. Like even after I stopped dancing, I still had this like hatred for myself, like ingrained in me. When is it okay to give up on your dream? Oh God, that's a heavy question. À partir de quand on laisse tomber ses rêves? Oh, never. Never, ever. Never? Oh, it's never a case. What? Never. <laughs> never. It's never okay to give up on your dream. I don't think it's ever an appropriate time to give up on your dream. Don't give up on people, don't give up on things, don't give up. For me, if you don't dream, you don't have any reason to live here. Wait, you used to do ballet? Yeah. And you gave up on that dream? Oh no, it wasn't a dream. It was always like on the side, it was for me, for pleasure. I never aimed to become a professional ballet dancer. I did do it for 12 years, but now it's, it's the past. It's the past. On laisse tomber ses rêves à partir du moment où 
Ça impacte la liberté des autres. Check in with yourself. Be like, hey, does this align with my goals and ideals every now and then? And if it does, keep her going. If it doesn't, you stop. When I stopped dancing, everyone was like, oh, she quit. And like, just use the word quitting a lot. And it's a word that I just always hated because I was always like such a high achiever. That was something that also held me back for like a bit because I continued to dance after I realized that I was like, I want like out of here. I don't want to do this anymore. But I was like, no, they're going to call you like a quitter. I'm not a quitter. I'm not quitting. I just can't do this anymore. And it would be like stupid if I continue doing this. She's not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. I should not be doing this. She switched dreams. She switched paths and realized maybe her dream wasn't for her and that's okay. And that's actually good. Like realizing and growing and aiming for other dreams that suit you better and fit better with you. So I don't think she gave up. Like this summer, I feel like I've grown so much and started to like really like love myself again which i haven't felt in like forever i'm like gonna get emotional um but yeah so that's kind of like made me want to reach back out to dance because it's something that i really loved and my favorite part of it was always the artistry I loved being able to like express myself through movements. So I like miss that yeah. about dance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why this week I surprised Tate with a gift. I booked a dance studio for her so she could take that first step, a healthy step, back to her cherished art form. Oh boy, that's cool. I'm going to be like crazy. <laughs> so once again, I was about to throw her in. After a three-year hiatus, maybe we could heal some of that trauma. I'm actually so happy that we met because I've been like thinking about doing this for a while, like getting back into a studio for a while, but I feel like I've had so much like apprehension and like fear about it. So I feel like I've kind of been like putting it off a lot and not taking like active steps to do it and like get over my like fears and get over myself. This is just such a great opportunity. We're doing this. But as excited as she was, she was also nervous as hell. Like it's been a thought in my head that I've done nothing about because there is like a lot of emotions that I hold with that. And also just the fear of not being at the same level as I was before, which I obviously will not be. But yeah, I feel like the perfectionist that I had might come back and I'm like, I don't want that. I just want to be free and dance freely and enjoy it. This is really putting me in like an atmosphere that's supportive and safe. What do you think it's going to be like when you step into that studio? I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be excited and nervous. I'm just going to remind myself that I'm doing this for fun and for me yeah. and not for anything else. If you want to see what happens to Tate when she steps into a dance studio for the first time in three years, watch the full episode on the Make Art Not Content YouTube channel.